Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Katie Patrick, joined by Mr. David Fiorazzo. Welcome. Hey, it is the end of the week for us. We made it. We made it. I feel so good about it. <laughs> All right, well, just as a reminder that if you want to support the work of this show or any of our other programs, Look at that. consider getting yourself some swag. Visit fruitandproject.com slash store and get yourself a mug or a shirt. And hey, throw in a hoodie just for good measure. Again, go to freedomproject.com slash store. All right, friends, you've been watching this show for any length of time. You know that on Thirsty Thursdays, we check in with my, one of my favorite, he is probably my favorite international correspondent, Mr. Alex Newman, to see what story he has cooked up. Actually, he does some great work. What's he going to talk about this week? Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, this story out of Maine is positively crazy. Uh, it turns out the schools are now creating these uh, terror squads. They're calling them civil rights teams. And um, they, they sound a lot like you know Nazi brown shirts or communist red guards. They're running around terrorizing other kids who uh, don't bow down at the altar of diversity, equity, inclusion, transgenderism, LGBT, LMNOP, CRT, SEL, DEI, all the rest of the stuff. Uh, really, really terrifying. Uh, and we know about this. Uh, because some parents went to complain at a school board meeting, got picked up by a, a local outlet called Mainwire, and then that got picked up by uh, PJ Media. But uh, here's some of the background, folks. You, you had uh, parents in uh, Wyndham, Maine. Uh, they were, you know, they were screaming at the school board for the usual things. You know, stop giving disgusting pornography to my kids. Uh, stop asking them about their sex life and their gender and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, there was a book in the library with uh, child rape in it. Uh, just disgusting stuff. Uh, and then one mom. This was at a regional school unit. They call it a RSU. I guess when they have a number of different towns working together on a school thing, uh, RSU 14. And uh, this mother, Kristen Day, I'm going to show you the, the video of her in a moment, but uh, beyond just the porn in the schools and the, the filthy stuff they were teaching the kids, uh, she raised the issue of these civil rights teams, these, uh, as critics are calling them, the Mao's Red Guards, uh, going around bullying and harassing and terrorizing children, including her daughter. It uh, turns out her daughter was um, bullied and harassed by these uh, roving bands of youngsters because she wouldn't discuss her sexuality at school. Uh, in fact, um, and, and she was homophobic because she wasn't at least bisexual. Uh, apparently, one of the, the stated goals of these CRT, these civil rights teams, is actually to get kids to talk about sexuality, sex, gender at school. But I want to show you this video of the mom. Just check this out. My daughter's middle school experience was a genuine struggle. She was harassed about her sexuality by students who are asked by the Civil Rights Club to open discussions about these private matters as part of their club goals. They insisted she was gay because she dressed gay and listened to gay music. She was then called homophobic because she wasn't at least bi. The same club in middle school put out their own survey without notifying parents, asking kids about their sexuality, then handed out pronoun kids for kids to label themselves and open discussion in school about sexuality and gender. It took over every aspect of this school for three years. By emphasizing differences and forcing conversation, discrimination and bullying are dividing kids more than ever. This literal programming 
for tolerance, acceptance, and equity is woven into curriculum, clubs, library content, and counselors programming, and lawyers ensure policy is loose enough to enable it. This year, her teacher repeatedly told her class he was uncircumcised following multiple warnings. When every aspect of school encourages the blurring of private boundaries, how can we be surprised? This is insane, folks. This is absolutely insane. What in the world is a teacher doing talking about his private parts to middle school students in the classroom? What in the world is the school doing deputizing little red guards to run around terrorizing kids because they won't talk about their sexuality at school? I mean, th this is like some like X-Files level, you know, Twilight Zone level madness. Uh, one of the critics who picked up on this was uh, Megan Fox over at PJ Media. Uh, she compared these squads to uh, Mao's little red guards. Uh, these were you know, kids that were being radicalized, deployed against teachers, parents, fellow children uh, to kind of terrorize them, brutalize them, torture them into submission. In many cases, they actually murdered kids. Uh, you know, who knows how far we are from that? This stuff is moving really, really quickly. Uh, but, folks, this is dangerous stuff. I mean, this is really dangerous, dangerous stuff. Uh, this is not normal. This is not acceptable. If uh, parents continue sending their kids to these schools, this is going to continue. Uh, the, the, obviously, the superintendent said, oh, we didn't know that the CRTs, the, the critical or the civil rights teams were, were doing this. And uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we didn't know. Uh, but folks, it turns out these are all across Maine. Uh, I did a couple quick uh, searches. Turns out uh, elementary, middle school, and high schools all across Maine have these uh, civil rights teams deployed to terrorize other children. Uh, I pulled this description of these civil rights teams off of uh, the Buckfield Junior Senior High School's website. And here's what they said about it. Uh, they say the civil rights team invites students to be part of a group that focuses on changing the culture and climate in our school to one that will actively prevent bias-based behaviors. Unless you want to terrorize children because they're not homosexual or at least bi, right? Uh, they say that students in this group are leaders in affecting change through projects and initiatives that feature student voice. But doesn't that sound like the Communist Party of China would, would say about their red guard? I mean, it's just, folks, it's, it's really... Uh, I mean, this is real. This is happening now. Imagine the peer pressure that these children are under, folks. This is child abuse. Uh, it involves uh, even the state attorney general. Uh, this is the same kind of thing that we saw the Nazis do. You know, Adolf Hitler, the leader of the National Socialist Party. It's the same thing we saw uh, Chairman Mao do with his Red Guards. Uh, both of these individuals murdered millions of people uh, by weaponizing children in schools and other things. So, folks, this is an important tactic of terrorists, totalitarians, mass murderers, and psychopaths. Uh, I think all the adults responsible for this in Maine, from the school level all the way up to the state level, need to be held responsible for this. Once again, using religious language and once again calling evil good and good evil, Joe Biden recently suggested that those who want to protect children from transgender surgeries are evil. He said it's terrible, close to sin, as if he has any clue about God, sin, and morality. Now, in response, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis released a graphic video showing the gruesome effects of trans surgeries, physical, emotional, financial, psychological damage the Biden administration calls a right. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. So what did Ron DeSantis do? After Biden called the governor's policies cruel, 
He retweeted the Biden video exposing how radical the left in America has become. DeSantis added, It is not sinful to prohibit the mutilation of minors. It is not acceptable for the federal government to mandate that procedures like sex change operations be allowed for kids. The video showed the tragic scars and side effects left on girls and boys by butchers, groomers, uh, behind the propaganda, leading to a huge spike in transgender surgeries. Recently, Florida House Bill 1421 states that a physician may not, per, uh, this is the Florida bill, may not perform or provide gender clinical interventions to a minor, including sex reassignment surgeries or any other surgical procedures that alter primary or secondary sexual characteristics and puberty blocking, hormone, and hormone antagonistic therapies. In the new approach by the Biden administration, the Biden Democrats, to maybe reach religious Americans who are ignorant of biblical teachings on sin, it seems clear they're pulling out all the stops in order to target those who oppose their extreme ideologies. David Claussen with Family Research Center's uh, Family Research Council's Center for Biblical Worldview said this, Ironically, the Florida bill, not the president's position, is in line with historic Christian sexual ethics and a biblical understanding of sex and gender. The very first chapter in the Bible makes it clear that God's design for his image bearers is that we are born male and female and that this design is good and ought to be acknowledged and embraced, end quote. And yet, some couldn't care less about truth, biology, or God's design. Democrats have definitely drawn a line in the sand, and this should be a top campaign issue leading up to the 2024 national elections. Now, on International Women's Day last week, First Lady Jill Biden and Secretary of State Antony Blinken gave out International Women of Courage Awards, and you guessed it, they presented one to a man, I mean, a, a biological male, named Alba Rueda, an LGBTQ activist from Argentina. Joe Biden proudly announced his support for federal legislation requiring states to allow hormone treatments and sex change operations for transgender kids. He said access to transgender medical procedures should qualify as a basic civil right. This is your government. Now, unfortunately for the delusion-driven reprobates on the left, we are now seeing more and more de-transitioners, full of regret and often serious medical or physical complications involved. American citizens who voted Democrat, you're complicit. The education system and many in the media you're complicit. And doctors who perform the sex surgeries on healthy young boys and girls, you're also complicit. As journalist Christopher Rufo says, the transgender child has become a new totem to the left. Biden has it backwards because the reality is it's sinful to put kids on the path to permanent medicalization and irreversible surgeries. Rufo said this, quote, we're castrating kids 
in service of a political ideology that uses them as totems to move humanity into the new left-wing metaphysics. It's something that we're going to see in the next few years yielding horrific consequences, dystopian consequences, because it's fundamentally at war with reality of the universe, the reality of human nature. It cannot stand. They are in rebellion, at war with the God of truth. And sadly, for too many Americans, it doesn't matter that the left has gone this far or overplayed their hand. Just keep voting for whoever has a D in front of their, your name, their name, right? As for the silence of the majority, few seem to notice or care during the 2020 election cycle when Joe Biden kept implying those on the right, Republicans, Christians, were evil often referring to a countrywide conflict, a battle for the soul of the nation. This epic intensifying end times battle is between the forces of darkness and those who stand against the onslaught of evil. Those who claim the name of Christ must resist this. Lives and souls truly are at stake. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. So I just want to encourage you today. There's no right way to be a woman, okay? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and break that binary. Some women have facial hair. Some women shave their armpits. Some don't. Some men have vaginas. Some women have penises. Get over it. <laughs> I know some of you might be saying, he is obviously mentally ill. And this is low-hanging fruit. Both solid points. But what I'm about to show you today is how the lefties want this to be the future. So let's get things started by looking at some other ridiculous stories that are trending left. And we begin with a child's first exposure to this rainbow mafia indoctrination. Through a show touted as the first preschool program that features a non-binary character coming out. It's called Ridley Jones. And after five seasons, yes, five seasons, the show was just canceled following parent outrage. Again, five seasons later. See if you can guess why. Well, my heart says that the way I feel most myself is to go by the name Fred. That's because I'm non-binary, and Fred is the name that fits me best. And I also use they and them, because calling me a she or a he doesn't feel right to me. Oh, I didn't know that. No wonder you've been struggling. Ugh, no wonder you've been struggling, cartoon bison that has no actual feelings because you're a cartoon and the whole purpose of you having the feelings of you being Fred, being non-binary, was all in the head of an adult who came up with this show and is trying to push this type of mentally ill thinking upon little kids. I'm glad you're canceled. But next, we will head to the classroom where the indoctrination continues. Here we have a teacher at an elementary school in Minnesota who proudly admits one of her goals is to confuse children so badly that they won't ever be able to identify the biological gender of someone. 
One of my coworkers told me that they were talking to some students in the hallway. And they asked, the students asked the other teacher if I'm a boy or a girl. And the teacher was like, does it matter? You know, she's cool. And they were like, no, I just, I just can't figure it out. It's just so hard, I can't figure it out. It's just like, that's the goal. Yes, that's the goal. And again, I continue with my presumption, assumption, that if a person has a nose ring as such, run the other direction because how is it that at least 98% of the videos that we watch here with these people have nose rings? I'm just saying there's some sort of a correlation going on. But hey, we're going to travel on down to Florida, the home of Ron DeSantis. You see, while Governor DeSantis is trying to restore the school system by getting rid of critical race theory, gender lessons, and pornographic books in the schools across the state, some teachers are prepared to do everything they can to continue teaching it. So which books do I remove from my Florida high school classroom? Because last year under House Bill 1467, it requires now that every single book in our classroom be inventoried by our media specialists to make sure that no titles contain pornography, that they contain any references to gender identity, to sexual orientation, and of course, to race-based teaching. The purpose of this is one thing, to intimidate teachers like me from actually teaching the real history of our country. We're standing, we're fighting, we're defending our students, we're defending our public schools because our public schools are the foundation of our democracy. In fact, they are not actually the foundation of your democracy. But I digress. Uh, the purpose of having the media specialists have a record of these books is to be transparent because a public school is supposed to be open to the public and so the public needs to know what is actually being taught in those schools. Now, if you have a problem with it, then maybe it's more on you. It's a you problem, not so much an inventory problem. But finally, finally, we're going to wrap things up with another teacher who seems perfectly content broadcasting to the world how much he hates America, but also has no problem promoting the amazing freedoms it provides for all citizens, regardless of sexual orientation. And tell me, please tell me this guy wouldn't scare the daylights out of you at the parent-teacher conferences. Ooh, if you don't like these, you know what's really going to burn your biscuits? I don't have an American flag anywhere in my classroom either. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. There it is. There's the little bull ring again. I, I just, I'm okay not going to parent-teacher conferences with him. That's all I'm saying. I would like to sleep at night, have sweet dreams, not nightmares. But anyway, that's going to wrap up this segment. But you can, of course, be sure there will be plenty more craziness next week. Until then, stay sane. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. David, David, David. Yes, Katie. I'm going to ask you 
one question. Do, go. How would you like to work remotely from a cruise ship okay. that would be traveling around the world okay. for three years? Three years? Okay, wow. and also, it would, it would just cost you like 90 grand for this dream to become your reality. Well, I guess I would have to say 90 grand and not pay rent or pay a mortgage if you could just put everything in storage. Life at Sea Cruises is now taking bookings for a three-year voyage, Jeez. which is set to depart on a round-the-world cruise. It's starting in November from Istanbul, Turkey. Wow, this uh, cruise ship will dock at 375 ports worldwide during its journey, visiting 135 countries. Touching ground on all seven continents, the ship has 400 cabins, it includes a full-size business center with meeting rooms, 14 private offices, a library, and a meeting lounge. It also has a 24-hour hospital, allowing free medical visits and all the amenities you could expect from a cruise ship, including free high-speed Wi-Fi, restaurants, bars, a wellness center, a swimming pool, and world-class entertainment. Although cabins start at $30,000 per person, Larger cabins, balcony suites, and outdoor cabins are also available for a higher price. But this is three years. Three years. Off of land. Off of, out at uh, sea. Away from your house, out at sea. And all mm. this. Did it say 375 ports? Did That's I? a lot. Oh, my goodness. I'd be like, ugh. I'm it's tired like just reading it. Port 118. Yeah, I'm just going to skip this but one. But it is you know? three years. And, yeah, th there are some people, I think, that could, would really go for this. And others, you know, I wouldn't want to be on there for three months. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Okay, so if it's 375 ports in three years, that's every third day. You're just like, here we are now, here we are now. Which I guess, in a way, if every you get seasick day. at all, you're right. going to want to stop at ports and, and did get you do the, Did you do the math that quickly? Did I? Every third day. By the way, that's mm -hmm. biblical. The third day. There you go. <laughs> right? It is. So I think it would be interesting. Now, if you were young, single... Heck yeah, and you're into if you're work a remote job to begin with. Heck yeah, because they it said they have good Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, it said they had Wi-Fi. I hope it's good Wi-Fi. Or if you're paying thousands of dollars in rent somewhere for per month in a big city, get out of Dodge. But there definitely will be. I, I was waiting for them to say, what about the healthcare? And yeah, in three years, if you're a young professional and you're female, hmm. I mean, there is a risk of you becoming pregnant in three years. I mean, are you locked into this, or it's like, hey, I'm pregnant, can I get? off this boat and Well, I hope you're saying you're going with your husband and wife and well, not just someone you're going to meet on the well, cruise. Well, I'm just saying young professionals are the ones who are doing right. this. Like, I'm not signing up now yep, for myself with my kids and my husband. Right, but, right, right. You wouldn't. You but wouldn't it would go. be interesting. I, I, hmm. I just actually, interestingly enough, started watching some, like, behind the scenes of cruise ships and, like, what uh -oh. what's life like working for a cruise ship? Uh-oh. And it seems fascinating. It also, it? like, yeah. Like, there's this one guy who is, he's a musician on a cruise ship. And so, like, what the rules are for them. And, and I guess when you speak of Wi-Fi, the, like, people who attend being on the cruise ship, like, who are vacationers, get, have great Wi-Fi but the employees have horrible Wi-Fi. So it's a more like, huh. you know, like they're, they're, they have to wait till they get to port somewhere and they run to like a local coffee shop or something and get online because they throttle their Wi-Fi with all the workers. And then if you combine it with all the people. Anyway, wow. so yeah, it, it could be interesting. I mean, 
I don't know if you'd get sick of it or what. Three years, that seems like such a long time for living on a boat. <laughs> well, yeah, it's something that people are thinking about doing. Hmm. We'll see. Check into it. Hmm. We want to know what you think. Are you going to sign up for this? Because, hey, it leaves in November. You better get on it and get your life prepared for three years at sea. I can't see to tomorrow, let alone three years Oh, from well, now. well, we're going to see to the end of this week. How about yes, that? Yes, yes. We're going to wrap up Educated for That's this week. That's a wrap. Week. And I just learned a whole lot just from that conversation. David, what did you learn this week? Anything? Um, I learned a few things. I like the positive stories, too, oh, that, that we did. Let us know if you like more positive yeah. <laughs> stories, because we do. Yeah, well, for Katie and myself, thanks for watching and listening and sharing and supporting the show. And until next week, stay educated, America. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.